Today I'd like to welcome to the PodMD studio Dr. Seren Jayawira. Seren is an Australian-trained endocrine and general surgeon with a special interest in benign and malignant disease of the thyroid and parathyroid glands, in endoscopic transaxillary thyroid surgery, and in the workup and management of adrenal disease. Today we'll be discussing the topic of remote access thyroid surgery. We do hope that you enjoy this podcast, but please remember that the advice given here is of a general nature and is not intended as specific advice about any given patient. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the doctor, not of PodMD. If you do have a patient on whom you require specific advice, then please seek that advice from a colleague with appropriate expertise in the area. This podcast is brought to you by Foxo. Foxo is a powerful messaging app built to connect doctors and clinics. Think of it as WhatsApp for health. Foxo is available as a free trial for PodMD listeners. Go to foxo.com slash podmd. Seren, thanks for speaking with us today on PodMD. Thanks, Jordan. It's a pleasure to be here. The topic of today's discussion is scarless thyroid surgery. Seren, can you describe for our listeners what remote access thyroid surgery actually is? Traditional open thyroidectomy places the scar in a prominent position on the lower part of the neck. And this can result in significant anxiety, particularly for younger patients or those prone to keloid scar formation. Remote access thyroid surgery refers to new techniques which place scars away from the neck. And this is now gaining recognition as safe, feasible alternatives to traditional open surgery in appropriately selected patients. Well, it certainly uh, is a great option to have that alternative, I guess. Tell us what are some of the techniques that can be used? Probably the most widely utilised currently is a transaxillary approach, which can be performed robotically. This is a technique that's been popularised in South Korea. There's also endoscopic approaches, so that's utilising the same equipment that we use for, say, a laparoscopic cholecystectomy or a lap appendicectomy, um, using small incisions uh, and air insufflation. Sometimes these approaches utilise a periareolar incision as well around the nipple complex of the breast. And we've now seen these techniques around for over a decade and therefore there have now been large volume studies. For example, I think in South Korea they've published a series of over 10,000 robotic transaxillary thyroidectomies. So the expertise is certainly there. I've seen and trained in Vietnam with trans-axillary endoscopic thyroidectomy, where at the time when I was there in 2013, they'd performed over 2,500. So these techniques, they've been around for a while uh, and they're now gaining popularity overseas as well. The other approach which I'm really excited about is a technique which has been developed in Thailand or popularised by a surgeon in Thailand, and that's a trans-oral approach. Right. Well, I certainly had heard of techniques um, coming up, for example, from the axilla, but not of the transoral technique, so it must be very new. Uh, Seren, tell us um, more about that technique and when you would use it. The main reason for the transoral approach is that it leaves no visible external scars. So there's no incisions on the neck, there's no incisions in the axilla, no periareolar incisions. Um, so it's a truly scarless surgery. I first became aware of um, this technique when I attended the conference of the International Association of Endocrine Surgeons Conference in Thailand in 2015, 
And there was a young surgeon there who presented his first 60 cases of this novel technique that I thought showed some promise. However, reading the room, there was almost palpable apprehension. Now, fast forward two years, and the same young Thai surgeon at the same conference, uh, this time in Switzerland, presented his series of 700 cases. And at this conference, he was supported by the then president of the International Association of Endocrine Surgeons uh, from the United States, who stood up and said, I've adopted this technique and I believe it's the real deal. Um, And since then, it's become more widely accepted internationally and uh, many strong endorsements from leading endocrine surgeons in the United States and around the world. Well, it sounds uh, as if this technique is being taken up by the mainstream of endocrine surgery. What is transoral thyroidectomy actually about? Where, where are the incisions placed? So the incisions for transoral thyroidectomy are placed behind the lower lip. There's three incisions, uh, one central incision, and if you place your tongue between your bottom lip and your teeth, that's where that incision would be. And there's also two lateral incisions. So there's a 10 millimeter central port and two five millimeter ports. And it involves tunneling around the chin to reach the next space. And what is the risk profile of this new technique? Yeah, look, the the risks of transoral thyroidectomy um, have been a concern and they've been addressed by uh, a report in the Journal of the American Medical Association in 2018. And they've found that the risks for transoral thyroidectomy are actually similar to that for as those for open surgery, finding no significant difference in recurrent laryngeal nerve injury, no significant difference in hypocalcemia in the case of total thyroidectomies, and uh, no significant difference in bleeding rates. One risk that is unique to transoral uh, thyroidectomy that is not encountered in the uh, traditional open approach is the potential for mental nerve injury, which may result in paresthesia of the lower lip. The rates which have been reported so far are in the region of 1%, and the technique has subsequently been modified to try and minimise the risk of that as well. Most patients experience a transient period of paresthesia over their chin, um, but that usually resolves after a few weeks. Seren, which cases do you regard as suitable for this new technique? Yeah, so currently what we're offering transoral thyroidectomy for are symptomatic benign thyroid nodules measuring up to four centimetres. That's a decent size. Smaller nodules with indeterminate cytology. So on the Bethesda system of fine needle aspirates, we're looking at categories three and four. And also cytologically confirmed papillary microcarcinomas. So PTCs, which are one centimetre or less, we're also performing the transoral approach. So basically, when you look at the Bethesda system, the more likely a nodule is that it is malignant, then the smaller the nodule we're prepared to take out via the transoral approach currently. So that's where we are at the moment. What's the future for this transoral approach to thyroid surgery? I think there's uh, quite a bright future for the transoral approach. As we improve our technique and get our experience up. We'll be prepared to take on larger nodules, larger multinodular goiters, and more advanced malignant disease. 
we'll also be looking at expanding our indications to include Graves disease. And as the head of paediatric endocrine surgery at Monash, that's exciting for me because I've got a regular number of teenagers with Graves disease for whom a scar across their neck whilst a teenager is a concern. I think the technique is also readily adaptable to robotic surgery when the cost of the robots uh, fall for both the hospital and for the patient. So I think there's every chance that this technique will survive well into the future. That's great. Well, I really have enjoyed learning something completely new today with you in the PodMD studio, Seren. Just to sum things up for us, could you identify three key take-home messages about scarless thyroid surgery? Sure. I think that number one is transoral endoscopic thyroid surgery is a safe, feasible, cost-effective alternative to open thyroidectomy in appropriately selected patients who are motivated to avoid a scar on the neck. It can be encouraging for hospitals to know that there is effective theatre utilisation and no increase in hospital stay for patients. And thirdly, there's the obvious benefit to the patient in that they can have thyroid surgery with no visible scar on their neck. Well, Seren, thanks again. Thanks for your time and the insights that you've provided. Thank you very much for having me.